Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and wellness and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is our need to have everything under control and the suffering that brings about because it makes us really, really suffer. So what can we do? We're going to talk about all that. We're also going to see how to overcome the tendency to have everything under control because some degree of control is okay. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account at georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And this week I have a double invitation for you. First, I'm going to offer you this podcast about our need to have everything under control, how much suffering that tendency brings about, and how to overcome it, or at least to soften the burden. If you can read in Spanish, I'm also sharing with you an article I wrote in Psicología y Mente magazine. That would be something like Psychology and Mind in English. Uh, the article delves into the topic in depth. It's a much deeper mm, uh, development of the topic, and it offers you very concrete tools to free yourself. So, Feel free to do both things if you're bilingual, Spanish-English bilingual, or listen to me in this introduction I'm offering for you. So the first thing I would like to do is to highlight that it is completely human to want to control our external and internal world with all kinds of actions that we think will spare us all sorts of unpleasant situations. And so what we do is that we become uh, hypervigilant, we obsess, we strategize, we become hypervigilant. Did I say that? I think I did. Uh, we tell others how they should do things, you know, and we spend a lot of our time in our heads, you know. And I know it's easier said than done, But the control we want to have over everything or almost everything feels as though we were making a fist with our brains and I'm here, I'm making a fist with my hand and it feels uncomfortable and tight. And this is exactly what is happening with our brain. The amygdala gets activated because, you know, our brain senses there is, you know, um, there are problems in the horizon. And so our brain is hijacked. As a result, our nervous system is filled with stress hormones and it is more difficult to just be present and to have the discernment to know what we can do and what we need to let go of. So I'm going to invite you to pause for a moment, please. And I am pausing with you, taking a deep breath. And I'm going to ask you to think about all the situations we face every day that are beyond our control. So think about the passing of time or illnesses or accidents or losing a person we love or other people's reactions. You know, it is so typical, you know, we want to control other people, but, you know, it's impossible. The way they react or respond is completely outside our hands. Uh, things like the weather, for example, and so much more. 
And I can't emphasize enough the importance of surrendering and trusting. It is quite challenging, right? It is very challenging to surrender and to trust. But it is a challenge that deserves to be taken on. Let me tell you, lately I've been in a situation where a person that I love seems to be doing everything in his power to self-sabotage. So my control freak started to obsess about all the terrible things that could happen to him. I called this person a thousand times. I bossed him around. Not that I feel proud of that, but I did it. And I reached out to all the people in his circle only to discover that I was powerless and that his life is his. And that is only, you know, some room for me to do things for him. But at the end of the, of the day, it's not my life. It's his. So I, I can offer my help to him, but I cannot live his life for him. And I cannot force him to live life the way I think he should live it. So how does wanting to be in control manifest in me, for example? Um, if I think about myself and, you know, I have been working about this ever since I was 21 and I am a lot older than that, a lot, a lot older than that. And I'm, I have become a lot better because I've been, I have become able to catch myself when I become this control freak, but sometimes I lose it. And so what I do is worry, obsess, plan in excess and overthink. And the controller in me, to be honest, takes me away from the here and now. It takes me to imaginary future scenarios. And I want you to think about yourself and to see if this resonates with you. And to be honest, oh, this fear that control or that, or that the perceived lack of control brings about really points to all the wrong places. And it exhausts me. And I'm sure it exhausts you as well. So what's the cost of leaving my life behind in doing and doing and doing and planning and strategizing? And how much am I going to sacrifice to, uh, to avoid being criticized, to avoid being rejected, etc., etc., etc.? And what's wrong if things don't go the way I want them to go? On the contrary, right? Life may surprise me. And life may surprise me for the better. So I want you to see my example and to take from my example whatever can help you overcome your tendencies or at least to become aware of your tendency. So we need to discern what's in our hands and what is not. We need to slow down and even stop for a while to respond to what happens to us from a wiser and more compassionate place. Culture, family, genetics, they have all conditioned us to be on the alert and to work as much as we can to avoid unpleasant surprises. Because, you know, genetics tells us danger, danger, danger. But to be honest with you, it's not like there is an animal around the corner that could eat us like in the past or a tribe that can kill us as well. No, we have gone beyond that. 
culture and family might have told us, you know, you cannot relax. You need to have everything under control. Please do, do and do and do more if you can. Plan, plan, plan. Show that you can. Don't stop because if you stop, you're going to fail at this, fail at that. You are going to be perceived like this. You're going to be perceived like that. So having the, this awareness, please remember that wanting to have everything under control is a byproduct of a very rigid mindset, while a more flexible one makes life more beautiful and more relaxing. And it offers us the possibility to savor the present moment. So when we are relaxed, when we trust, when we do the best we can and then let go, surrender and trust, and we anchor ourselves in the present moment, we can savor whatever is in front of us and around us. We can enjoy the reality of life. So what can we do about this tendency to have everything under control? As I said, we can do our best and then let go and trust the process. And if you believe in something greater than you, trust the universe. Second, we can challenge the stories that we tell ourselves when we obsess with control. And let me be clear, we all need some degree of certainty in our lives. And to that end, it is totally fine to design our lives with purpose. It is essential, really. The problem is when we start buying into the false scenarios that we foresee for ourselves, those horrible things that we imagine are going to happen to us that create so much suffering inside. So please challenge the stories that you tell yourself. But living with purpose is beautiful. One thing is to live with purpose. One thing is to do your best. And another thing is to want to control life. Another thing is to want to control the universe. Another thing is to imagine that if you don't do X or Y or Z, you're going to fall down and never stand up again. Number three, delegate tasks and believe in the people you do. This is essential. Trust, you know. People with controlling tendencies don't know how to delegate because they think they are the best at everything and that nobody can do things the way they do it. Start delegating things little by little. Start with things that don't feel so important to you and then start increasing, you know, your uh, ability to delegate. And trust, trust the people you delegate those tasks uh, to. And finally, as I mentioned before, adopt a growth mindset and remind yourself that challenges and unforeseen situations are part of life. By that, you are totally equipped to navigate those challenges and those unforeseen situations. And I would add here, when you are in the grip of control, do something that takes you out of that situation. So when you catch yourself trying to control everything and frustrated about not being able to do so, meditate, go for a run, uh, go for a walk, get out, uh, walk in nature, 
do something that takes you out of the state that you are in. So, as I mentioned earlier, if you can read in Spanish and would like to take a deep dive into this topic, go ahead and read the article I'm leaving you, the one I wrote in Psicología y Mente. You are really going to enjoy it if you understand Spanish. So remember, trying to be in control of everything stops the natural flow of life. Do you want to stop the natural flow of life? And, you know, Gabby Bernstein, who I love and who, you know, I follow, always says when she says about herself, when I become this control freak that wants to do everything because I don't trust the universe, because I don't trust people, because I don't trust my team, I stand in the way of manifesting the life I want to manifest. So please, let's trust that we can do our best and relax. Put the, practi the practices I told you before in practice and you will see very gradually and organically how you start opening a big space in your chest and you feel more alive than ever. I hope you enjoyed this. If you know anyone who might need this uh, podcast, forward this to them and invite them to subscribe. Um, this is a very simple and effective way to helping each other. We also appreciate your recommendation and evaluation as it makes us more visible and it inspires us to continue offering this free material. For the time being, let me send you a big, big, tight hug. And until next week. <laughs>